Center, where, Joe, every day you come up with ideas where I didn't think of anything like this before, but mm. once you say it, it makes so much sense. Mm. Like earlier in the week, Joe said that Billy Ocean is the island version of Michael McDonald. He is. Check it, and it's true. <laughs> <laughs> and now, we, just before the cameras came on, we realized via Joe that Jar Jar Binks is like the Star Wars Michael Jackson. He is. He totally is. Yeah. If they ever have a sequel where there's zombies dancing, <laughs> Jar Jar will end up in that sequence. Yes. But he's like a creepy guy with a higher pitched voice, yes. hanging out with young boys. Yes. At least in the first one. So, yeah. But somehow he ends up on a date with a Playboy centerfold. <laughs> Who knew? I don't know why. <laughs> what do they do with each other? So we're hanging out for Pop Ed Culture, and one of my favorite things to do is look at news flubs. Yes. If you send a reporter to cover a storm and crazy crap happens, if you send a reporter to cover anything where animals are involved mm. and like they're getting attacked by the animal they're, they're doing a report on or like, you know, a goat starts to eat their shorts or something. Right. Do you like, remember a few years back that it went viral um, very early in the days of viral stuff on right. the internet? The woman who was sent to cover stomping grapes. Oh, that's one of my favorite. That's a classic. <laughs> yeah. Where she falls and she's, ow, 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 and yeah. she makes noises that no human being has ever made before as she's falling out of the grape stomping right. bin or wood basin or whatever. I'm so surprised she didn't become the modern Wilhelm scream. <laughs> she should. You know, where it's just like if you watch like any movie, like the sound designers all sneak her, ow, 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 into the, it you is. know, and he walks dying, ow, ow, ow. Like, that's a grape lady. That's the stomping grapes lady. I love it. Yes. No, she was a classic. I yes. haven't thought about that in so long. Um, but maybe now this one will become a classic because, honestly, how does this happen? How does this happen? So there was a reporter in Boston who was covering a plane crash. Um, there was only the pilot in the plane. It was a smaller mm -hmm. plane. And um, What did I tell you? About those smaller planes. That they crash? Oh, yeah. <laughs> we had this discussion already. I know. I'm telling you. They can be scary. So nobody else was injured. He ended up being fine. Like, and w okay, or like, was he hot? Well, I, you know what? I haven't seen a picture of him, so oh, I will let you. He was fine. He was so fine. Oh, he's okay. Oh, no, he's hot. Hey, girl, are you okay? No, I'm fine. Um, so he was treated and released, but the reporters went out there to cover the story. Mm. And one particular lady reporter um, tried to get the, the deets, the details from him. And for some reason, because this guy ended up being okay, or maybe there was a head injury and that's why he did this. <laughs> when he explained to her why the plane may have crashed, mm -hmm. she wrote it down incorrectly and then decided to report it to the world. Clearly, this is a woman who has never seen the movie Back to the Future. Yeah, the, like the one or two. Or three. <laughs> Which actually, just yesterday on cable, three was out. I'm like, ooh. Oh. Really, she, you should only watch the first one. The rest no, of them No, they're all good. <laughs> you need to watch them like all. You need to binge watch the entire binge trio. Trilogy. Yes. So here, here is uh, Catherine Burcham trying to report on this plane crash and its cause with her Back to the Future just going straight over her head. With the airport and with the manager and, and again as i've said we've really never had any problems um they've been the airports run very well and hazelden told us that he believes the issue was with a defective flux capacitator though the ntsb wouldn't comment on any potential cause today 
Though Skydive Boston didn't respond to a written request for comment. We're live in Hanson. I'm Catherine Burcham, Boston 25 News. I mean, God bless Catherine. She was straight faced, right. right to like nothing about what but she, she said. She said capacitor wrong. She said, She's said capacitator. capacitator. I know. It's like which one bothered that's me even of, more. It's I'm one like, that's made out of a root vegetable. <laughs> She just said flux capacitor. I would I would almost right. like absolutely adore her, but because she said capacitor, I'm like, oh, yeah. Catherine. <laughs> Cut to Michael J. Fox. You you mean suckers nuclear? <laughs> oh God. There's a big Mr. Fusion sticking out of the back of the plane. <laughs> Christopher Lloyd stumping banana peels into it. Oh man. So you know, I mean, I'm sure she's gonna be fine. She's gonna keep her job. This is just gonna be the embarrassment that's gonna follow her around forever. I kind of like, I think it was Carmen Harlan mm -hmm. here who she was talking about the toys from Toy Story mm -hmm. and she turned to whoever her co-anchor was at the time and she asked him if he had a Woody, meaning the doll <laughs> from Toy Story. <laughs> well, you know. And it just nothing, just nothing registered. And my, fav <laughs> my, my favorite, favorite local one is, and God bless her, uh, Rhonda, I'm blanking her last name, from Channel 4. Um, she so they do birthday announcements mm. and somebody has to type it into the chiron so it appears right. on the screen so how this didn't get stopped before it went through many people before it got to where she was going to be reading it on the air mm. but the birthday was for um first name eaton last name beaver <laughs> and she just straight up read the birthday well you know and i think it was like it's 69th birthday or something ridiculous I mean, yeah. it, it was all of it and <laughs> how did it get that far you know what this is not the end of anyone's career no because if we can have a national anchor talk about farting wildfires right which yes. happened a couple of weeks back yes. then i think that the flux capacitor uh, capacitator news, joe capacitator, capacitator um anchor or newscaster <laughs> yeah. is uh, going to be catherine's gonna career. be all right maybe yes. this will be like a badge of honor someday where mm. you know she'll be barbara walters in the yeah. future and she'll be like i remember that one time when i totally got screwed right. over so, by if you say Eaton Beaver for a birthday, is that a badge of honor? <laughs> <laughs> Yay! It's almost holiday weekend was it, time. Wasn't Lee Marvy and Marvin in that movie? The Red Badge of Courage. <laughs> You're the worst. You're <gasps> the double worst. Sorry. How much coffee have you had? Well, I can Badge? Only, We're it, soaking in it. All right. If we can't handle the first story, we are clearly not going to be able to handle this second oh. story because it's just all of Go to bars. Go to bars. <laughs> They've gone off the rails. <laughs> so there is another young lady reporter um, whose first name is Natalie. Mm. She works for um, SB Nation. She's a sports reporter. And she um, had a problem recently. She was trying to sign up for this thing called Max Preps. It's a website that covers high school sports. So she was trying to have an account on there. Mm. And they stopped her and said um, across the screen, offensive language discovered in the last name field. So her full name is Natalie Weiner. Mm -hmm. Are you sure it's not Weiner? <laughs> oh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm just it, saying. It could be, I don't know. I mean, there was Anthony Weiner. That's how you pronounce Anthony right. Weiner's last name. So they, uh, they wouldn't let her have an account. So she screenshotted that and then put it out on Twitter like sucks to be me that I have this last name and I'm you know not able to do certain things because people can't handle my last name well little did she realize she had tapped into something that is like a total sore spot mm. for so many people there was a subculture who've been burdened people 
who have been burdened with last names that are just they make they make life difficult. So the first one of the first tweets she got was from a guy named James who said, "As a person named James Butts, I know these problems." <laughs> and then Ben Schmuck says, "It happens <laughs> to me all the time." There were lots of dick names um, that I'm sure people struggle right. to deal with. Jen Dick wrote, "Ha ha, the same thing happened to me today when I tried to RSVP for a webinar." Yeah, and then there's a guy named Matt Cummings. Oh, there were a couple of Cummings that uh, they had problems. Mike Dickman, as a Dickman, I know the struggle is real. Um, and then <laughs> Philip Sporn. Philip Sporn, which oh, that one I didn't realize there would be more than one Philip Sporn. Right. Philip Sporn. Um, remember a few years back, the NFL website would not let you buy yes. the gay jersey. Or. They, there were certain words, like if you wanted to customize what was going to be on the back of an mm -hmm. NFL jersey that you were buying, if they were blank right. ones, um, there were certain things that they wouldn't let you put on there. One, I think, was Ron Mexico, which was like a, a pseudonym name that somebody was using when they were either buying drugs or um, <laughs> try, trying to get um, medication for... Um, some sort of sexually transmitted disease. There was some disgraced football player, mm -hmm. and his like code name was Ron Mexico. So people kept trying to put it on the back of um, <laughs> football jerseys, and they were well, like, "We're shutting it down." So, in a very um, Bart and Lisa Simpson time of my life, I was probably about nine or ten. Um, I would just, for whatever reason, in the North Woodward area phone book <laughs> of. You know, North, that's Oakland County. Okay. And this was still when Oakland County was in the 313. Sure. So uh, there was a gentleman who was not unlisted in his name, and I remember to this day, his name is James G. Titsworth. Wow! And for about... That's a name to live up to. The better Until I moved out of the house every James three or four G. months, Titsworth. he'd get a call from me and my parents' phone. <laughs> Hi, how much are your tits worth? Click. <laughs> So, oh, it's amazing. And, and oh, we're how, sorry, Mr. Titsburg. How his number never got unlisted after you. Because I would imagine there were more young Joes out there that yes. were doing the same damn thing. I, you know what? It sounds to me like this guy, he's like the headmaster at a finishing school. <laughs> Here, let's come meet with the headmaster. <laughs> Titsworth. Hello, my name is James G. Titsworth. <laughs> would you like some tea? Oh, that's amazing. Well, oh, oh, milk. Would you like some milk in the tea? No. No, we do not Fresh want from any. the tits with No, dairy. no. <laughs> Why <are you> terrible. <laughs> Unbelievable. So we have a couple of things that are a bit of movie news for you. First of all, this rumor has been going strong for a while, and it's just getting stronger, although there has been no official stance from Disney mm -hmm. as of yet if this is going to happen. But um, the fans wanted it to, and now there are more articles saying that they have reliable sources that in the second Frozen movie, Frozen 2, mm -hmm. Elsa, the white-haired princess who freezes things with her hands. Ooh, is that, uh, is that Kristen Bell's? No, she is the red-haired sister. Okay. I... Anna. She's Anna. Okay. So, She's oh, Anna um, Elsa is Adele Dazeem. Oh. Adina Menzel. Um... <coughs> I know, I screwed it up after saying the, the John Travolta name. But so they're saying that they want um, Elsa to be the first gay animated princess. Okay. They want her to be a lesbian. They right. want her to get a lady love interest in Frozen 2. 
and Idina, Idina Menzel says she's all for it. If that's mm. what they choose to do, she says they haven't told her anything about it as of yet. Um, the people that are writing the movie will only say that we're glad to be a part of these conversations in the country if we're helping with that, but they won't commit to whether they're going to do it or not. Right. But again... So we don't know if they're going to stick with it or let it go. Let it go. Yes. Um, there is... I don't know if you've heard that there's going to be a movie, um, the Jungle Cruise movie. Yes. With It has Dwayne The Rock Johnson in it, and I think it's Emily Blunt. And Emily Blunt's character's brother in the movie is going to be the first truly openly gay character mm. in a Disney movie. So... So there is the possibility, if they're willing to do it in live action, that they could conceivably do it in animation. But mm -hmm. the difference here is this is a main, main character and a princess. Right. And that's never been done before. Right. And you know what? And that'll be a big split. I mean, I say bring it on because every Disney princess <laughs> is basically the same character. Uh, they go through the same character arcs. Let's just say the that. The early ones did. But um, yeah. In, in some cases, they even dance the same dance. If you look at the... Have you ever watched the I Disney have, comparisons? Yes, but, where you um, realize they use the same thing right. over and over again. They just like slap on a new hair color or face. Yeah, or, yeah. I mean, and, and you know, if Disney, if there's one company that can pull it off, it'll be Disney. I mean, they took a ride where you're on a boat riding through a diorama and made it to a very <laughs> successful film franchise, and they'll probably do it again with Jungle Cruise. The third set of movies, yeah is going to be about leaving the theme park and getting your hand stamped so you can come back in. Very exciting. Yes. Yes. And there'll be some kind of hijinks that ensue, like once you walk through the castle, like, oh, we left the, you know, our mouse ears on this. we got to go to the Lost and Found or, you know. Listen, as long as you put the right stars in there, The Rock, mm -hmm. Kevin Hart, whatever, you can yes. take any old property, it seems, and make it new again and make it yeah. successful. I think Vin Diesel should do the uh, the exit and re-entry movie. <laughs> It'd be pretty rad. I am door. Um, and then the other movie news that we're hearing, normally I would be like, well, this is dumb, and please don't do this. Uh -huh. However, however, when I found out who was involved, I'm like, hmm. maybe this is going to be all right. They are going to do... A Wile E. Coyote versus the Acme Company animated full-length movie. Huh. No one was asking for a Wile E. Coyote movie. Exactly. Not one single person nope. was asking for a Wile E. Coyote movie. However, the person who's going to direct it is the guy who directed Lego Batman, which Ooh. I loved. Anybody who's involved with any of the Lego movies knows how to do comedic, mm. animated-ish right. movies. And then the people that are writing the script are these two brothers whose credits also include It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Should be so interesting. So you got like sort of dark, hysterical, adult humor script writers. Right. And you've got someone who knows how to balance humor for adults and for children with the Lego movies, then taking yeah. on a property that nobody cared about, but maybe it'll be awesome. Well, I think it all went downhill when they started taking out the shots of the coyote hitting the canyon floor. That was, was your just, favorite part? No, well, that, well, those made, it was like, you know, the punchline to just about every joke. Now, that's a way you could take the movie. That direction to me sounds great. I think it'll make a ton of money. However, I think they're missing the boat. I think that if they would have taken the crew um, that did My Cousin Vinny, A Few Good Men, uh -huh. maybe some of the producers from television's Jag, sure, and then had it be Wiley Coyote versus Acme in a class action lawsuit oh. legal drama. 
Interesting. Jack Nicholson stands up. You can't handle the truth. Wow. When it comes to the fact that the coyote, how many defective acne products has he had? The fuse on the firecrackers, do they last an hour or do they last 10 seconds? You don't know. Well, some people were saying maybe this is going to be kind of that acne is sort of a, a subtle jab at Amazon. Now oh. that they could kind of take it in that direction, oh. so so they'll have Acme Prime. Yes. So I always like, you said two days. Yeah. Why did I pay extra? What is taking I, so long? I need for I need one of those plungers to make my TNT explode. <laughs> Where can I get one? Oh, there's one on Prime. Oh God. Look at the ratings on this. Amazing. Yeah. Something else I don't think people were necessarily asking for, but it's going to happen. No, this is dumb. This is absolutely dumb. <laughs> I have to say it. It's dumb. <laughs> So the 25th anniversary of the X-Files is coming up. And in order to celebrate, they are putting out Mulder and Scully Barbie dolls. This is the problem with the X-Files, is every few years it comes back somehow. Yeah. It, it makes headlines to people that follow entertainment, and less and less people care about it. <laughs> it's like, oh, the X-Files is doing a movie. Oh, okay, we'll come see it. And it was like, oh, it didn't meet expectations. Right. Oh, there's an X-Files convention. It's like... Oh, it's not as big as Comic-Con? <laughs> oh, we're bringing the series back. Um, okay, great. Yeah. No, I have to say, though, like, a lot of times when they do dolls of actors, like, uh-huh. even when they do the full scan for action figures and things for all of the superhero movies, mm. and they don't end up looking Never. at all. Like, the costume will be accurate, but they don't look like the fa- These look like their faces. And like, they did well, a really good job making it look. But no <laughs> child, at no time is any child... Like, oh, I want to play X-Files. The truth is out there. We're <laughs> right, going to find it. Right. I only oh, believe in science. I'm they a skeptic. make the Cigarette Man doll. We're screwed. <laughs> you know what? Okay. The Scully doll looks fine. If any of you have ever grown up, and I think there were two locations, one at Oakland Mall and the other at Macomb Mall. Okay. In the 70s and 80s, there was a store called That Guy. Yes! And, th- and it was split into a separate ah! store called Teen Man. And the mannequins looked just like the Boulder doll. They had, like, the hair wasn't quite straight. And they were always, like, kind he of like, look like, we can't guy. tell if it's great or not. And they, always, they had that same expression, like, do you right. come to life in the middle of the night? Hmm. Thank you. Thank you for telling me. Don't go to merry-go-round. <laughs> or don't go to structure. Don't come go to here. Chess King. Come yes. to that guy. We've got cheap clothing, too. <laughs> All right, when we come back, I I am bummed out about this. This is sad, sad, sad Red Wings news. And it's not over, over, but it's close. And we will talk about it next on Pop That Culture. Hey, you guys, it's Raphael of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Guess what? The only thing we can get down here in the sewer is Geektainment Weekly on new radio media. Power. Maple Lane Golf Club is a 54-hole golfing treasure located in the heart of Sterling Heights. Maple Lane Golf Club offers immaculate greens, a top-flight pro shop, and inexpensive green fees. For convenience, book your tee time online at maplelanegolf.com. Come out and enjoy a great golf experience. Try our 9 and Dine special, 9 holes of golf, and enjoy food and refreshments in the Clubhouse Bistro. That's Maple Lane Golf Club in Sterling Heights. Check us out at maplelanegolf.com. Hi, I'm Art, and we're the crew at Tuffy Walled Lake. We've been in Walled Lake for 20 years. 
and through our knowledgeable staff and customer satisfaction, we've become quite the cornerstone in our community and to our discerning customers statewide. We know how important your vehicle is to you and we take pride in our impeccable affordable service and we're trying to get you back on the road as quickly and safely as we possibly can. Please stop in and see why everybody comes from all over to get their car serviced at 784 North Pontiac Trail in Wald Lake. At Murray's Park City, we're known for offering customer service you won't get in any chain store or online. But don't take it from me, just listen to what our customers have to say. The employees at Murray's are knowledgeable, courteous. They make you feel like you're at home. Pick up a can of Seafoam Fuel System Treatment for only $6.99 or a 5-quart container of Mobile One Motor Oil for just $28.95. Murray's Park City and Pontiac Trail at Maple Road in Walled Lake. We've got the parts you need when you need them. Welcome back to Pop That Culture. I'm Sarah. This is my buddy Joe. Yeah. And if there's one thing this show is known for, it's our hard-hitting sports talk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sports! Yeah, do you know who had the, the highest uh, ERA in the 1973 MLB season? I sure don't, Neither Joe. do I! Who was it? <laughs> I don't what? Huh? I mean, Here's the thing. Both Sarah and I used to work for the ticket. Which is hysterical. <laughs> Our coworkers, these were all like sports savants. <laughs> oh know, my like, God! You could ask them anything yeah. about any team from any year, and they actually knew the answer to the question. <laughs> and I'm like, football, that's the one in the ball shape like this, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. No. Um, it was bad. We're, you know, <coughs> we can we can talk about it just enough to be dangerous, which is why <laughs> we have our producers in the room with us to either talk us down, yeah, uh, shoot us with a trank gun and take over, or chime in when we need sure. them to. Yeah, and I apologize because all of a sudden I feel like I may be having a coughing attack. So I may just let you guys take over. Oh, right. <coughs> but it looks like not only has Henrik Zetterberg played his last game with the Wings, but me, he may have played his last game of hockey ever. Oh, that ever. is sad. All, like even just even alumni games? I don't know. I mean, because he pushed himself and he pushed himself and he pushed himself. He's already had back surgery. Yes. And so he doesn't want to do another surgery. Mm -hmm. And the kind of treatment that they might do to him is something that they said he shouldn't do until he's like in his 50s or his 60s. Right. So if he can't, with rehab and, uh, you know, trying to rest, get it together for training camp, Blaschel's pretty much like, well, then that's, that's it, dude. That's, it's, it's over. I honestly thought he was, he was pretty much a year like maybe that season after the olympics yeah where he messed up his back playing for mother sweden sure um i thought that was going to be it for him because mm -hmm. that really messed up his back and it's amazing that he's continued to play but uh jake had chimed in uh, during the break and he said you know put the c on dylan larkin yeah like i was all sad for zetterberg and you're like oh this is good this no, is it great is, it is, no it is good because make no, it happen zetterberg has had a great career yeah I mean, but if, if he can't skate again that's really really sad but for the team i totally agree with jake i think larkin should wear the c become the new steve eiserman and then maybe ken holland um should go to a cabin somewhere and hang out and then <laughs> and then all the stuff gets boxed up and then steve eiserman moves back to michigan yes <laughs> See? Make it happen. Somewhere down in Tampa, at the foot of Steve Eiserman's bed, 
a Mike Illich Force no. Ghost. Huh? No, go ahead. Sorry. A Mike Illich Force Ghost will appear. Okay. And uh, he'll be younger and he'll look very vibrant. And he'll say, <laughs> say, Steve, it's time for you to go back home. Back up to Canada? No. No. Back to Detroit. No. Where you will resurrect the Red Wings <laughs> dynasty. Right? Uh, right? Jake, why is it you think that Larkin needs to be the one that takes over the captain spot? Well, I've heard stories that, like, if Henrik Zetterberg steps down, that it could go to, like, Justin Advocator or Nicholas Cronwall, mm -hmm. which, I mean, Nicholas Cronwall, I personally don't see him having much more time in the NHL as well. Right. Yeah, he's Justin, getting... Yeah, Justin yeah. Advocator, I just, I mean, even though he went to my favorite college at Michigan State University, <laughs> I, uh... I don't know. I just don't see him much as a leader. Like Joe said, I want Dylan Larkin to get it, be the next Steve Eisman, just go the distance with his home team. Yeah, stay with the franchise the yeah. entire length of his career. You know, have some really awesome saves during <laughs> the Stanley Cup Finals. Sports! Oh, yeah. I just, I'm, I'm bummed out for him because this is not the way that anybody wants to go out. You know, where well, you just, like, where you still, you want to play, you still feel like mentally you have it in you, but, like, your body just gives out on you like well, this. But you know what? That's the way most of them go out. Is yeah. Most of them go out saying, I really, I still want to play. I just, my body can't handle this anymore. Yeah. Especially Daniel Craig. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. It, are you going to say well, something? The, the, the silver lining in all this is that his back problems aren't affecting his daily life now. Mm. And that's yeah. the most important part is that he's able to retire and be with his family mm. and find purchase for another year. Not even be on a Stanley Cup team and just blow out his back completely. Right. So. Do you see him getting into like a front office -y type thing or a coach thing or well, like going I, in that Chris direction? Chris Chelios' office is available, I heard. Well, that's true because he wanted I, to go to, back to Chicago right. to help take care of his mom. So, no, yeah. I, I think he'll go back home. I mean, he's not from here. I no, mean, yeah. He'll, you know, he'll, um, he'll probably pull a Nick Lidstrom. Not Lindstrom. Never Lindstrom. And go back home and then come back every now and then. Every now and then he'll wave at the camera. Actually, I don't think all those guys even come back to Little Caesars Arena. I think before they leave, mm -hmm. they shoot him against a green screen waving at people. And then they just kind of <laughs> superimpose him into a seat so that, oh, can, he's back in town. They can pretend for years that he's making yeah. visits and he's like, no, I'm wow, a dog in Sweden. He's wearing the I same don't. tie that he had on last time. What the hell? Oh, God. Well, Jake actually mentioned, because I'm telling you, hard-hitting sports all the time <laughs> right. on Top Bat Culture. Um, Jake actually mentioned that his favorite team is Michigan State. Michigan State football mm -hmm. starting yeah. up Friday nights. And uh, maybe this was something that has been known for a long time, but I was actually shocked to find out that no more tailgating, no more party That's for <clears throat> regular Joes who want to park on Munn Field. We always tailgated in Munfield. Yeah. You always parked on Munfield, and now you cannot. Yeah, it's no that's, uh, No, if you've ever gone to a Spartans game, which Sarah's that's Sarah's second favorite team, after the Specs Howards. <laughs> uh, they have a wicked hockey. Yeah, team. their yeah. Uh, their athletic program. You know, <laughs> the since they built the new stadium, the has been prowess. unreal. With the Howards, right? And the boosters have been out of control. You know, they're all radio and television people. <laughs> Pretty rad. Uh, but yeah, what? This is like Munfield was tradition, mm. so I'm super bummed out of it. So it's been taken over. Apparently, the Meyer Fan Fest has been relocated to Munfield. Who made that decision? <laughs> Wasn't the Meyer Fan Fest originally in Grand Rapids? I don't know. You had to bust them down I-96. 
So now we got to park in all these other places and pay. And heaven forbid you have to cross the railroad tracks and a train comes. Boo! Did that ever happen to you? Did you ever have to oh. park in the commuter lot? And then, you know, you're waiting and you've got to cross blocked. it. You're totally oh, so the blocked. the train comes. And yeah. It's January. I'm not happy about it. I'm not uh. happy about it. I mean, it's exciting that Michigan State football is back. But what the mm. hell is going on with this Munn Field decision? Oh, well. Mm. I'm sure people will figure it out. If there's one thing that people are good at, it's figuring out a, no, a different place to um, right. eat food and get drunk. And so. it, well, at least you don't go to Purdue, right? What, that's another one. With, what the hell is going <laughs> Hello, on? Hello, Big Purdue? Ten or Twelve, or how <laughs> yes. many schools are in your conference now? I get it. Well, I mean, when you're a freshman, a lot of times, you know, mm. you get put in the <laughs> dorms, like yeah. the not as fancy dorms, and you kind of in your later years get to go right. to another one, and then you finally move out into an apartment if you well, can. It's it's overwhelming because as a freshman, you know, you're moving away from home. Right. You know, you're issued whatever the latest hipster music is. To, <laughs> you got to bone up on that. Sure. You have to get used to a new roommate. You have to pretend you're not a virgin when you actually are. Right. Crazy. But uh, the Indiana Department of Homeland Security actually had to officially look into Purdue University's <laughs> temporary student housing. So they overbook all right. the time. And then what happens is they shove these kids <laughs> so into stupid. what looks like, I mean, it looks like it, like, a, like office cubes okay. kind of. How do you overbook a college? This is not a flight. This is not right. an all-inclusive resort in Cancun. Right. This so is you, a college. In order for them to be able to move out of this temporary housing situation, students either have to um, drop out or somehow uh -huh. more housing has to become available. But right. they are packed to the gills with these right. kids in this temporary house. There's just more than they've ever had before as far as so, temporary housing so is concerned. So literally, the Boilermakers are sleeping down next to the boiler. Right. They've got them I, in the basement. <laughs> In these creep show areas where there's zero privacy whatsoever, mm. you get a bed and a chair, and yeah. th that is it. I know. And then it's like 10 people to one bathroom, which that's not as big of a deal, because when I was living at Michigan State in Shaw Hall, it was community bathrooms, so it was right. quite a few people, but whatever. There are um, no windows, and then the students that are staying there, one of the things that they were afraid of was that there's only like one door out. Right. So they're like, is that up to fire code? Like, yeah. what happens? Because they've got, um, every, no one has anywhere to plug anything in. So I can imagine <laughs> exactly. that, like, there's just going to be sparks flying and a fire is going to happen. And there's and cockroaches down there, yes. apparently. And here's the thing. If you're a porn fan, and well, who I mean, isn't Who is it, honestly? Where are you going to watch? You're not there. No. You're going to have to. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Watch it on an I airplane. Mean, that like isn't the Wi-Fi can get down there. <laughs> You're going to have to get go-go in-flight in that basement. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many things to think of for why no. this is not a good solution. Right. And you need to get it together, Purdue. Didn't you see Revenge of the Nerds? Put them in the gym. At least you can. <laughs> there's more than one exit. Something, there has to be a better option than this. <laughs> so I feel bad for the students that were stuck in that. And now you may feel some sympathy for this next student that we're going to talk about mm. when we get back. I love it. I absolutely I, no, this is great. love it. This dad is dad of the year for what I'm he not. did to No, you're like second place. Mm, okay. I'll give you a participation ribbon maybe. Oh. I don't Oh, I'm sorry. No, everybody gets a trophy, Joe. Everybody gets a no, trophy. No. But this is my favorite dad. He did something every single day of the school year and his son was not happy about it and we will share it with you next on Pop That Culture. Hi, I'm Andy. And I'm David. Join us for fun and adventure on our new show, Podquesters, where we fight through imaginary battles 
and pray to the dice gods for good rolls. Yes, it's an epic sleeping adventure. We try to fulfill our destinies without driving the Dungeon Master crazy. I thought that was the point. Anyways, check us out here on NewRadioMedia.com Fridays with PodQuesters. See you there. Advertising your business these days can be challenging. Traditional radio and TV ads are expensive and, frankly, a bit of a crapshoot. Not to mention, the audience for over-the-air material is shrinking as more and more of us demand to see and hear what we want, when we want. Advertising on new radio media is a solution. With our live streaming programs that are also available on demand, your message is always ready when your customers are ready to watch and listen, all for a fraction of what you'd likely have been paying for other ads. NewRadioMedia.com. Call Buzz Van Houten at 248-939-9999 for more information. A study from Johns Hopkins researchers indicates a high-fat diet may lead to the development of new nerve cells in your brain that influence how much you eat. But it's also been known for decades that the brain continues to form new nerve cells well into adulthood. So for now, it appears the process occurs not only in the parts of your brain associated with memory and a sense of smell, but also in the ones that control your various body functions, including hunger and thirst. One researcher believes that your brain functions this way as part of your body's survival mechanism. When food is abundant, it generates cells that will make you eat more and make you store excess calories as fat for use when food is not readily available. But the problem with humans, particularly those in developed countries, is that food is almost always readily available. So the more you eat, the more fat you store, and the greater becomes your appetite. With another prescription for your health, I'm Dr. Jim Bragman. Thanks for hanging out with us on Pop That Culture. And we are talking about Dad of the Year. Mm. This guy, amazing. Not Bat Dad. No, I do like Bat Dad, but yeah. uh, this guy, awesome for a different reason. So there was a high schooler in American Fork, Utah, named Rain Price. And Rain was talking to his mom, and he was like, oh my God, can you just listen i am a sophomore i have to take the bus to school mm. and it's really embarrassing my dad is standing there and just waving me off when the bus goes and everybody can see my dad standing there waving at me can you please make him stop mm. rain's dad overheard this conversation and was like oh no 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 mm -mm. oh no no you cannot ask me to stop I'm gonna take it next level, yeah. Rain. He leveled it I'm up. Gonna, like <laughs> I'm gonna rain some pain on you. Uh huh. Every single day of the school year, not only am I going to wave at the school bus, but I am going to be wearing a different homemade costume every day of the school year. Now, if if he's bad girl, and yes, uh, he is. He is. If he's got the time, then more power to him. He said, the dad said he's only spent $50 over the course of the school year that he actually had friends and family that were so invested in keeping this going that they would lend him supplies and <laughs> costumes to keep it going. And to come up with that, like something different for every mm. single day is yeah. difficult. But do we have another one? Let's see what the next one here is. What else do we have? Oh, Wonder Woman. Mm. He definitely did like his superheroes. Wow, he's definitely not a Gal Gadot. No. <laughs> But he is also the fact that they were able to get that what oh and the mermaid. He had mm. the little shell bra. There he is, yeah. Part of your world. 
Um, yeah, and it, every day a new costume. And some, like we did all the lady ones here, but he, he did play guy superheroes. The Incredible Hulk. He was a mime. Um, he was a firefighter. Um, he did one where it looked like he was sitting on the toilet reading, reading the, the newspaper, yes. which was also amazing. Um, but yeah, like a clown. He was a couple of different kinds of clowns that were sort of scary. Mm. Um, a chef, just anything that you could think of. And every well, day, he went out there. Rain. He went out there with a base with Gene Simmons makeup on. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> he uh, was committed. And so, of course, his wife decided, well, this is too precious not to share. And so she put up an Instagram page of all of his costumes. And there were just parents around the country who were like, I can so relate to this. Because right. it's a different age for every kid when they're like, oh, don't hug me in public. Or, oh, don't give me a kiss on the cheek. Or don't wait right. for me. Or, you know, drop me off a block away from school or whatever. But but you know what they don't understand is that like every other kid is going through the exact same thing. And <laughs> yes. it's like, so it's this weird shared pain that nobody wants to acknowledge. Right. Like, oh, you mean you have parents too? <laughs> Yeah. And they love you, and they show their affection oh my for gosh, you. you come Weird. From a functional family. <laughs> and uh, and then now the other thing that people are loving, and they're not exactly sure where it came from, but from looking at it, it looks like it's a daycare center. Mm -hmm. And this video has gone viral. It's a mashup of a bunch of security footage of a guy who seems to be working at a daycare center mm -hmm. and decided, I am going to um, play some hoop and crush tiny yes. children and just like no mercy right I, you come up to my hip i'm still yeah. i'm gonna dunk I'm on gonna, you i'm like. gonna dunk on you even though your motor skills really aren't all there <laughs> yeah. yet like this is clearly yeah. not a fair fight but i'm gonna mm. play you like i am going up against lebron right. and if you're going through a growth spurt maybe a little clumsy tripping over your own feet who cares too bad sucker I, if you start crying, I have no sympathy for you. Toughen up, little kid. Mm -hmm. So here you are. Here is the full mixtape of the security footage of a guy just taking these kids to school. Yeah. 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 Mike Wilmer. Yeah. 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 Money. Money. Oh. 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 Oh, man, and just like, rah, yeah. just swatting the ball away. No sympathy right. for these children. The only thing that would have made this better is if that guy would have served those kids pancakes afterwards. <laughs> like the, uh, the <laughs> and Prince. Prince and Charlie Murphy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Computer so, Blue. Also, Computer Blue. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite sketches. <laughs> so, yeah, that's amazing. I th Have you... Well, I don't know if, if Jonah wants to do earmuffs yeah, at this moment. Yeah, cover your ears, buddy. <coughs> yeah. I apologize yeah. for... At least two knuckles deep, okay? This is growing <laughs> up tough. Yeah. Gross. But have you uh, come to the point now where you have to make a decision of... Whether or not to pleasure myself on a plane? 
No, that's later. We'll get to oh, that later. We'll get okay. to yikes. That's a <laughs> wow. Um, no, no. Uh, to let your kid win in games or to just play them where you have more skill and they're going to lose yeah. and lose and lose and they have to learn how to beat you. Well, early on, we would let him win. Mm -hmm. um, and then we realized that he would get upset if he didn't win. So we put that to a screeching halt yeah. and let life unfold the way life I, unfolds. That's what this guy at the daycare yeah. was doing. He's like, I'm not going to let you win, children. You need to yeah. learn. No. So what if I'm twice as big, fast, and experienced <laughs> as you? Um, but yeah, it yeah. was, it was, we had, we literally had you, to have a family You made a change. Like, yeah. yeah, we it were happens. like, you know, it was all great, but you know, now he thinks he's great at every single, like we'll open up a brand new checkerboard and it'll be like, oh, what do you mean I didn't win? Well, that's life, kid. You gotta learn. Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. Sometimes you get on a complaint, you get on a plane with a complete bitch mm. and she yells at you and you film it and then she ends up losing her job. That's the moral of the mm. next story. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, I love when this stuff happens because people seem to be uh, in a world, their own world, in a where world. nobody carries camera phones in their <laughs> pockets. So <laughs> there was a flight recently where a government employee named Susan was very upset, A, that she had to sit at the back of the plane. Oh, my God, not the back of the plane. Well, excuse not the safest part of the plane. Excuse you, Susan. Oh. And then she sits down and surveys her area and realizes that there's a woman with a baby. Oh, no, her. not a baby. Now, I get it. I, no one likes to be sitting next to a crying baby on a plane. It's not fun. Uh -huh. However, you don't need to go, you know, totally bananas right. on the poor mom who, like, also doesn't want her baby to be crying mm -hmm. and start yelling. So the uh, woman sits down and she starts throwing a fit and, oh my God, is your effing baby going to be crying the whole time and blah, blah, blah. And this young mom with a small baby was like, well, first of all, he's not going to be crying the whole time. Mm -hmm. And second of all, can you please stop swearing around my son? Because right. this woman was just F-bomb, 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 F-bomb. And the woman was like, no, I can't. And that's when the young mom was like, boop, 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 pulls out her phone and starts to film the incident mm -hmm. and also calls the flight attendant over. So here is the clip that then went around the internet that was not good for Susan, the government employee. He's not gonna cry the whole time. Such a turn on a dime where she finds out what the flight attendant's name is and then was like, well, you may not have a job tomorrow. Right. And the flight attendants were like, I don't want you on my flight anymore. No, Tabitha, no, I was just stressed out. I'm sorry. Did I yell at you? Tabitha, yes. we're friends, right? Have, is this woman so disconnected from life where she hasn't seen many of the things that have gone viral? Clearly not. Where people are just asked to get off the plane because they cause a disruption? Right. So this video got at least 2 million views on Facebook. Mm. Her employer found out about it. And then they put out an official statement 
after she was put on work leave because of this, saying that state employees are and must be held to the highest standard both professionally and personally. Right. We were notified of the situation and have commenced an investigation. She's been removed from the office and placed on leave until further notice. Good. She became the viral thing. See how irony works? Yeah. See how things turn around? Mm -hmm. um, the other thing, I don't know, is it me? Was she carrying a fur coat? It's probably fake. Uh, it, it looked like there's fur trim on the edge of it or whatever. But faux show. Faux. F-A-U-X. Oh, no, I gotcha. Yeah. Um, the young mom who uh, recorded the whole thing said that she doesn't regret recording it mm. or putting it out there for everybody to right. see. But she does feel bad that this woman lost her no, job. No, no, don't feel bad. Honestly, don't feel bad. Because there are groups of people that they see kids and they automatically assume the worst of you. And yeah. you know what? Hashtag kids too, <laughs> right? Okay. I mean, Dave, you have a young child, right? A wee home. baby. I do have a wee baby. Yes. Have Have you gone to like the Outback Steakhouse, maybe the Sizzler, and that people like move tables? I have not had the um, that that moment where I'm like, oh, people are avoiding me because of my child here. Well, we because were. she's so small and cute, people keep walking. She really up. is. Well, no, even when Jonah was small, he's still small and cute. He's just older and <laughs> cute. Right. So when, when he was small, when he was like, uh, you know, like crayons rolling off the table, cute, mm -hmm. like he wasn't even making a peep and like his crayons started rolling off. He'd be like, uh -uh, I don't want to sit next to this. Wow. What? Like the wax is rolling onto the floor? You know what it might be? It might be just I just avoid sociopaths altogether. And I right. Think people who See? hate kids are sociopaths. Right. Like, Thank you. There's something Thank wrong you. in their brain. And they shouldn't have government jobs. They get good pensions. They should make that position open for someone else. Also, don't use someone's first name over and over again like that. That is such a see you next Tuesday move. Like, I can't. It really was yeah. a see you next Tuesday move. But what's yeah. funny is, here's the deal. There's there's two different ways to use it. And they, and sometimes in classes, they'll teach you that it's, like, it's a way to charm people. Yes. That you remember their name and you use it in conversation. Right. And it makes them immediately like them. But the first the way she move. used it, yeah, it was yeah. a total That's condescending power move. power move. And to Sarah's point, w the way you use it, it when you charm people is you use it so that you form a more personal connection. Right. With somebody, so but that not well, Tabitha. Yeah. You might not have a job tomorrow. Well, she used it that way first, and then that video. <laughs> and then she's like, oh, "No, no Tabitha, I was just stressed. Yeah. What? Come and, on!" And Tabitha, she was a witch because she twitched her nose, and that <laughs> chick was off the plane. Magic, ha! Leave the plane. <laughs> there are lots of problems on planes. One that I, I didn't really think about and I don't want to think about but clearly yeah. it happens a lot mm -hmm. I mean people will talk about the mile high club and trying to see if they can get away with any sort of maybe not even like full but some sort of mm. sexy time happening on a plane you want uh, yeah can you <laughs> yeah there you go Thank there you, you go earmuffs um, so wait hold on wait, I gotta explain there's no summer camp this week so my seven-year-old <laughs> is literally about <laughs> right, the, right just out there. of the frame it happens um, but so I knew that couples were trying to make things happen or get mm -hmm. away with as much as they could get away with, but I just didn't want to think about or picture what is apparently a big problem on flights, which is, and then they said it's mostly men. Sorry. Um, well, <laughs> people, people, <laughs> but mostly dudes trying to get away with having one man parties in the seat, like mm -hmm. while other people are just sitting right next one to One man them. parties. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's a couple of different heads in that. <laughs> <laughs> Where they're just, they're just happy time with their own stuff. Uh, yeah. And this, so there was just a big article written about it where this woman described a story which is disturbing on so many levels. First of all, she said she was in this row. It was 
um, touching himself guy, her in the middle, and her boyfriend in the window seat. Like, way to leave your girlfriend in the middle seat and be like, right. no, no, I got window. Like, I need to, baby, I need yeah. to catch some Z's. Um, you're not going to get an armrest. I'm sorry. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. And by the way, I'm going to leave the shade up and the sun's <laughs> on the side of the plane, by the way. So she's sitting there and she realizes that the guy to her right is uh, breathing really heavy and his hands are doing things that she doesn't even want to mm. know about. And so she wakes her boyfriend up and she's like, is he doing what I think he's doing? And her boyfriend was like, yeah, I think he is. Look out. Neither of them said anything at that point to the no. flight attendant. No, you call she, Tabitha. Call Tabitha. Get Tab Tabitha will make this stuff happening. And so she didn't want to cause a scene, so she's just sitting there horrified on this plane with this guy. And then finally, eventually, at the end of the flight, that's when she, because she had to sit next to him the whole rest of the time. I mean, they could have mm. moved Mr. I'm touching myself guy. No. I don't know why she waited to the end yeah. of the flight. And um, she tells the flight attendant, and then they said, we're going to call the cops, and they're going to be waiting for him when he gets off the plane. Mm. They never called the cops, and they just covered it up. And apparently this is a thing where people are complaining and saying on airplanes they're not taking no. this kind of incident seriously. Enough. Yeah, you need to either, when you get on that plane, if you can't control yourself, gate check your junk or put it <laughs> in the overhead compartment. Don't put it under the seat though because you end up stepping on it the whole flight and you don't know if it's dirty because the bathroom is... Wait know. a minute, do you have a detachable penis? Yeah. Detachable penis. I carry a spare. <laughs> you do? Yeah. I've got a pair to spare. I was a Boy Scout, always be prepared. <laughs> Well, when we get back on Pop That Culture, if you love Wheel of Fortune, if you're 100 years old mm. and you love Wheel of Fortune, there is a new way for you to enjoy the show mm. that I am totally on board with, and we'll show you how you should appropriately enjoy Wheel of Fortune when we get back. Want to stay informed, entertained, and enlightened? Get connected and stay connected today to New Radio Media. The new Radio Media app is now available for download in the Apple and Google Play Store. Just search for NRM Streams for unlimited access to archived, live, new, exciting, and unique content. Welcome to Geektainment Weekly, all for free. Do it now. Stay connected. <laughs> And millions of ducks. You guys go to newradiomedia.com. The Arts and Entertainment Channel on New Radio Media. Dot com. What's going on in your neighborhood? They say it takes a village. It's the simple things. The things that are a testament to the old. The things that are a testament to the new. Know what's going on in your community. Check out our community channel on newradiomedia.com. It's all about you, and that's the way we like it. Where you're going. What you do to stay fit. What you're eating. What you're thinking. 
and how you're feeling. Join the conversation at NewRadioMedia.com's Lifestyles channel. Stream like you want to live. Welcome back to Pop That Culture. I'm Sarah. And I'm Joe. Joe. And uh, what's your favorite iteration of Wheel of Fortune? Mine, personally, the Chuck Woolery days. You know, well, we've talked about Wheel of Fortune on this mm. show before, and I don't necessarily remember who was hosting at the time, but you mm. and I are both in love when, with, when you had to shop with whatever money you got yes. at the end. And there was like a, a rotating, like, Lazy Susan of a stage mm -hmm. that would go around really slowly. And you had to pick, like, oh, I'll take the sofa, the jet ski, the washer-dryer. Because they wouldn't let you just take the cash. You right. had to buy stuff. And yeah. then the cheapest thing on the stage was always the, the ceramic, ceramic Dalmatian. Yeah. And it'd be like, you can see people just, oh, You're like, I yeah, guess I'll, I'll take, take the, the ceramic dog. dog. I've got 30 yeah. bucks left. It's so. like going to Christmas dinner to a friend's, <laughs> yeah, I'll have the fruit pie or fruit cake <laughs> or whatever it is. It's so funny that that show, I mean, you cannot kill that show. No. It will live... No. Forever, for I mean, mm. they might just do like a a robot or an animated version of Vanna and Pat at some point, like whenever they well, go into the big wheel of fortune in the sky. Like I, this show will never die. Well, I think what they can probably do is have them do all the mnemonics, so all the basic components of human speech. <laughs> you just make the noise, and then at some point they'll be able to have a virtual mm -hmm. Pat and virtual Vanna. It's going to happen, uh, yeah, for sure. I, I mean, that's the way I think it's, it's. I'm dead serious because I know Alex Trebek will still be involved in Jeopardy somehow long after he's dead. Well, I mean, but he's quitting, and they're going to. I know, but new. I'll bet you they're either going to download his consciousness <laughs> into a real doll. Oh, well, um, that's, I didn't see that coming. The male real doll, <laughs> not a female real, because that would be weird. That would be amazing <laughs> yeah. if the way that they have real dolls now, just like, ooh, and, but you yeah. hear Alex Trebek's voice coming yes. out of the <laughs> It's all that. pompous. <laughs> Some stagehands like, I want to have sex with a real doll, Alex, and it's still Wrong. pompous in bed. No, that's the one. And then when he says menage a trois, he's got like the, the accent totally. Menage a trois. <laughs> So you can enjoy Wheel of Fortune as straightforward Wheel of Fortune, or you can enjoy it as the Twitter account mm. that people are loving called Wheel of Fortune Answers. So they will put up, as you see here, a picture of the unfinished puzzle and then try and fill it in with something that's the exact amount of letters and could work there. wasn't the answer, <laughs> but could work there. Um, I actually like the second thing better. See, Dollhouse Purgatory is the fake Wheel of Fortune answer, right. yes. But I like um, Daily Ogre Furry Time yeah. much better. Thanks, Chris Haven. <laughs> yeah. yes. Daily Ogre Furry Time. Yeah, it's so good. Wasn't that a Pink Floyd album? Daily Ogre Furry yeah, Time? I think it was a Floyd album. <laughs> it was all B-sides. I don't know. <laughs> so it's all just, it's all things like that where it's like blank, blank, LL, blank, mm. blank, R, blank, blank, N. And so they type in, hello, Brian. Because, of course, <laughs> that's the answer right. on Wheel of Fortune. It's just a fantastic time waster that I fully intend to spend some of my time yes, on Yes, and that, that definitely is a rabbit hole that you mm -hmm. can go down. Um, I'm not sure I want to go down this rabbit hole. No, I don't. Listen, I just it's been a while since we've had any to talk about, but they're constantly coming up with wackadoodle flavors for Oreo because mm. regular Oreo is just not good enough. You yes. have to have weirdo flavors. But now, and I don't know if it's going to come to the States, but in China, they have two flavors for Oreos. Flavor Flav. Flavor Flav. They've gone the savory route, <clears throat> where one, the orange one, is uh, hot wing, mm. 
Oreos. So buffalo sauce and an Oreo. It might work. It might. <laughs> no, it won't. <laughs> I don't. I eat weird food, and yeah. this is something that's just I can't even it's put on much. my. If it ends up on my radar, I shoot it down. Yeah. I mean that's. Uh. It's the other one that I really have a problem with, which I don't know how strong the flavor is in it, but the green one is wasabi Oreos. That, I think, is a uh, Darrier Bros at a party Oreo. <laughs> right? Like, that's dangerous. That will clear. You'll be weeping. It'll clear your sinuses. I mean, if you ever take too much right. wasabi when you're having sushi or anything, it's just, I can't imagine an entire sugar-based cookie right. with wasabi in it. Maybe they have a little tray in the Oreo package with ginger in it. So you can <laughs> eat it with the wasabi. Oreo, soy. Yeah. And, and worse yet, when you look at the filling, it actually looks like real wasabi. So I know. Like, oh my goodness. I now, know. That's why I'm wondering what the mix is as far as like how strong the, these two flavors right. are and what that filling is. They should just leave it alone. If, if you're going to do anything in an Oreo, go, don't do the savory or painfully spicy route. Go, go like umami. Oh. You know, have like ice cream Oreos. Oh. Mm, delicious. Delicious. You know who else is delicious? Are our you saying that he's umami? Our favorite sugar sugar, Craig Polly. Yeah. Yeah. He's coming up next with two hours and we're going to go and cause mayhem and come back tomorrow. And we will see you later on Pop That Culture.